Hi, this is James Altucher. Thank you for listening to Erica Brawl's Entrepreneur Circle. On this episode... I tell people I can do three things. I can teach you how to trade anywhere in the world. I can teach you how to trade and never lose your principle. And I can teach you how to trade your way out of a mediocre life into a great life. And the reason that trading is so important to me because it gives people the opportunity to dream. If you're going to work, working 40 hours, you drive the same way to work as you drive home, you have a mortgage, you have a, you have insurance, you have kids, you have a college, you have babysitter fees, you have all that. And so people really, especially don't have the ability to dream. They just think that's for super, super rich people. You know, and I think trading loosens that. You know how to manage your money, make money, keep money, not just hit it every once in a while, but make it consistently, be consistently profitable, keep your money, you dream differently. And so that's my, that's my, that's my hope. People are able to dream. You have now entered the entrepreneur circle. Hey there, folks, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Circle, where we built a community that shares lessons learned throughout our journeys, celebrate wins, our eureka moments, and embrace the F word, meaning failure, which I've come to realize that failure is success in progress. I'm Eric Cabral, your host, a husband, a father of two brilliant girls, and I've been called a heart-centered entrepreneur by my peers and mentors. My mission in life is to make the world a better place, one mic at a time. So I'm happy and humble to have you join in on that mission. And I hope that by the end of the show, we would have added value in your life. So if you're ready to jump into the circle, let's get to it. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands, creative agency which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com. Welcome back, folks, to the show. As always, Erica Brawl here. Ready to have a wonderful conversation with someone. And I'm hoping that you're going to be entertained and inspired and walk away with a ton of value that you can implement in your life. So today with me, I have Rosetta Bryson. How are you today? I'm so honored to be here um, at the Entrepreneur Circle. Just honored. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm super excited to get this started so that people can get to know and love you and figure out how they can enter your world. So folks, really quick primer, and then we're going to jump right into it. Rosetta is the founder of Simple Trader Pro which is a massive financial tech company here 
in the States. Uh, she is at the top of her heap, as she said, prior to the mic uh, turning on. And I'm so excited to hear how and why. Uh, she's a financial strategist. She's an inspirational speaker. And she's a nurturing mentor. The list goes on and on, folks. You're going to learn a ton and as, as I am. Let's get to it, Rosetta. So the question I want to ask you so that people can sort of get a primer of where it all began. And I have an understanding that you were working in the government and within the government. And there was at some point before you became this massive person within fintech and creating wonderful platforms and opportunities for people, what was the eureka moment that caused you to just say, you know what, I'm pulling the, pulling the ripcord. I'm out of here. I'm going to do my own thing. I think there were two. So both of them happened before the government thing. I think one was um, when I was a little girl, we were, my father was Marines. We were the only black family. I'm African-American, the only black family on our block for 20 years. But we always, which was middle class, but we were poor middle class. And so my mother, my father worked Marine, blah, blah, blah. But my mother worked any odd job she could do. And so one of the odd jobs that she did was she cleaned people's offices. There, somebody she knew had a contract and they would go in. And my mother always got grounded because she did it better than everybody else. Well, this one office that we went to was for a company called Kaufman Company. The owner, Kansas City, Missouri, was this man called Ewing Kaufman. He owned the Kansas City Roar. And so one day I would just normally fall around, hated it, you know, a teenager, go to the bathroom, stick out the trash, et cetera, <laughs> vacuum, you know, nobody's there because the offices are closed. But then she said, come into his office because she was the only one that got to clean his office. And I walked in, looked around this office, which was huge, bigger than our house and said, oh my goodness, if this was ballers and shot collars too, if this is the <laughs> office. I've never seen anything like it. You know, I, my mouth was gaping open and I thought, I want to be a businesswoman. I want to own my own business. By the time I'm 25, I'm going to be, I just started talking big stuff. And uh, so that was one. The other one was that, again, we were middle class. I went to undergraduate school in DC and I got at the last minute, I got accepted to Emory in Atlanta for grad school. So Emory's like the Harvard of the South. We went there. And so I saw all these people taking their kids to school, like, and my parents were like, get on the bus, get there, let us know you got there, ching, bye. And uh, got there and there were two lines. And I say this, you know, I say this, this is so important. And so there was this one line where all these parents and kids were just walking in and they had all the lovely and hum. They would get to the top of the line and these parents would whip out either big cash money or they would whip out these MasterCard, these gold MasterCard. They didn't have black platinum. Then there, there was one line and I was in the other line the sign your life away line before you even took a class. The line that says you owe the government for the student loan, the housing, the books, the tuition. And I thought to myself, I'm in the wrong line. How was I not born to be in that line? And how come I'm in this line? And mm. what do I need to do to get from this line to that line so that the next generation after me doesn't have to be in that line? And mm. that was the, that's before I took a class, before I met a professor, before I did anything. That was the impetus. I went to Emory. I'd worked in politics, politics. And so I ended up uh, becoming, working for the government, working in D.C., working in the White House and did that. But I just knew that there was more for me. And I always wanted to start my own business, always was in trading. And just so happened at Emory, I told one of the guys that was there, 
I said, I love to trade, et cetera, et cetera. Back then there was no crypto or anything. He's like, oh, my dad, he has his own hedge fund. And I was like, can I work there? I'll just, she's like, oh yeah, come and be a summer intern. I'm an intern. He just fagged, didn't do any work. I was like in the back of the room, you need some coffee, what, what? Because I wanted to learn to trade. And these people would come with their 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 business school degrees from Wharton, MIT, Harvard, but did not know how to trade. So they would send all these Series 7 now licensed traders and go to Rosetta, let her teach you how to trade. Derivatives. There was no crypto back then. Derivatives, commodities, equities. Teach them how to trade. And so I did that for years. And then and then they were like, you know, um, come work for us. And I'm like, no, don't want to do that. And then they were like, um, because there's not a lot of people that look like me, walk like me, talk like me. I could just, there were just none. And then they were like, if you don't want to come to teach us what, you know, out, we'll, teach us what you taught them. And I said, no, they were like outsource. And I said, I'm going to start my own business. And in 2017, mm. before, you know, now this trading is the biz, we started Simple Trader Pro because I felt like I could make it simple to the masses. And from Jump Street, it blew up and here we are. Wow. That's a lot. That was a lot. Oof, yeah, that's great, <laughs> man. It's a it's it's a fire hose of inspiration, is what it is. Uh, I'm curious, you know, during that eureka moment for you, like prior to that, like where number one, where where did and we can go back in time too. Where did the confidence come from, right? Where did the 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 necessary tools as entrepreneurs in understanding that you know, like failure is success and progress. Um, you know, these sort of concepts, this mindset, you know, of, 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 of limiting beliefs and scarcity, like how did you combat and how did, where did it come from the inspiration? Um, if you, if, if, if you were aware of those things and, and made you sort of like, you know what, nothing's going to stop me. Like, where did it all come from and how did you get there? I think, let me just say this, cause I come from, everybody's a product of their background. I come from the background where again, we were the only black family in our back for 20 years. They let us, off, let us off at the end of the street at the bus and people would be yelling. I hate to tell you, but they would be yelling, nigger, get off our block. And so I would have to, and at some point I got tired of people yelling at me and I just became very bold with my speech. Also, I'm in the middle of five kids. If you didn't speak up, then you were left out. You always had to have, you know, the word to say. And I realized one day that I had the ability to speak and it's open doors for me. And mm. one of the things that I live by, um, and I know this is early in the podcast, is life is an opportunity. Take it. Mm -hmm. And if you, you, some of us have prayed for stuff, asked for stuff, worked for stuff. Here's the opportunity and you're not taking. How many people during the whole pandemic said, if I only had time, I would do this. I would do that. I would go to, I would do this. You had all the time, but did you do it? So life is an opportunity. Take it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it because there, there's something to be said about confidence uh, within yourself, right? Yeah. And did you, did do you recall like your support system, you know, your, your parents or your siblings, who was it that was in your corner that like when the chips were down, they're like, Rosetta, no, you got this, pick yourself up. I think I have one, my, my oldest sister, um, you know, everybody has their own way, but I remember going to school and my parents had not gone to college and I was accepted to school in D.C., get, getting on a bus with an old trunk. People don't know about that. Going to a different city. And my mother said to me, you know, grab me by the shoulders. I'm getting on the bus. Rose, call me Rose. You know, you know, you can always come home. You know, in other words, come home, work for the postal post office or 
you you just if stuff doesn't work out, you know, you can always come home almost like don't go. Mm. You know, you can come home. I don't think this is going to work. That was the thing. And when she went around the corner, my sister, my oldest sister came and shook me. And she said, and don't come home until you've completed everything you want to do. And I was like, yeah, somebody is rooting for me. And sometimes it just takes one person to root for you. She's like, when my mother left, listen. And she said to me, you can do this. Let's go. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah, that is so critical uh, to be able to accomplish and to be more, do more and think of yourself as, as something bigger, right? Than what society or the environment around you is telling you to be. And let me just emphasize that. I don't think my yeah. mother was being negative. She was mm -hmm. being, you know, a mother yeah. who can always come home and mm -hmm. based on her history. But my sister was like, nope, let's go. So, yeah. 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 Does your sister to this day still you know, cheer you yes. on? And yeah, Yes, yeah. all of them. We cheer each other on. Four That's girls, great. one boy. We cheer each other on. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're all so, so very proud. Um, so I, I'm curious. So you, so you, you, you made the decision, right? You know what? I'm not going to give you the secret sauce. I'm going to, I'm going to just no. do this from myself. So give us the early days, the steps of, you know, like getting it started. Like, how did you know, like create an LLC or do whatever it was? Like, how did you get the chops and the confidence? Okay. So working in government, I work with all of these people and everybody had an LLC and on the side, cause I had a hustle. I know how to get you a business. I know how to do the business plan. I know how to get your money. I know mm. who to take to talk to, I know which bank to go to. So LLC business plan, um, which I don't think necessarily you need to be great, but okay, business plan, uh, LLC, all the, the corporation, corporate documents, we did that in a whirlwind, bam, that's done, we know how to do that. Then I was like, I've got to back test this. This has to work for people who have never traded before. So I took four friends that I knew in two sets and, and who, you like trading? No. Do you want to trade? No. Come take my, come take my, um, Come take this class, see if you can get it. And out of that, Tony, who's my assistant, she was one person I pulled in, just didn't know nothing about trading, loves trading, trades every day, is on the way to becoming a multimillionaire, works for me. And uh, she was the first employee. We had the picture of us on video. First day, uh, started the company, boom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's we back tested it. The back testing yeah. was excellent. And then just, you know, shot out the gate. Yeah. Mm. The so the tech aspect of it, you know, that's um, I'm, I'm curious, like in terms of your background or your network, like how are you able to leverage sort of like building platforms and like getting I think into people, that space? I think people knew I taught trading. Mm -hmm. So because of the hedge funds, that sort of puts words out here. So people would send people to me. That was never a problem. One of the things that happened was that they were all the demographic for trading is white men and young men. And if they couldn't get it somewhere else, they would send them to me. So we never had any problem getting people. But I was like, this has to be exposed to other people. There's reasons. Uh, and one of them is a lack of access that people have not just decided they wanted to trade. They either didn't know how. They've been told lies like it's gambling or they've been told all of these misconceptions. You got to have a lot of money. You got to be a billionaire already. You, We don't have it. So they told all these things. You know, you have to cut through all of that. Come, come and trade. So uh, we did that and we grew it. And in the middle of us growing, already beating our numbers for the past two years, then comes um, GameStop and everybody who has never even thought about trading now wants to trade, but doesn't know how. And 
a lot of a lot of it. That's how we got, you know, in the news or on yeah. networks. And I'm curious about, about that up. Well, how do you feel about platforms like Robinhood? Love it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Doesn't hurt my sensibilities at all. I think that it it reaches out to an audience. My the danger is that they don't educate them enough, which is why you have people like me. Uh, but I think that it 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 throws away in some instances the middleman. At least there's the opportunity, and that is what has been missing. That is what has been missing. Um, let me give you an example. Yeah, you know, I have a sister who does very well. Got some baller sisters, and she's over HR for this corporation. Blah blah blah, and. She sold a house and she sold her house and a banker came to her and said, you know, because you have this much money in the bank now, you know, I'm going to be your personal banker. And she said to him, I've always had that much money in the bank, but the access was not there. You know, and I think we have to realize that sometimes within the economy of people, you know, there's different access points that people get or don't get. But if I can cut all the way through that and say, come on, let me teach how to trade. And mm. if it's your gifting, if you don't like it, then then don't do it. Let somebody else trade for you. But or let somebody else invest for you. And but if you like it, come on over here. And let me just say this, you know, Eric, there's a difference between being a trader and investor. They're two different things. A trader, you know, we're in and out every day. So some of the stuff that uh, investors look for, they're looking for munitia. They're doing the they're doing the you know, due diligence on a company. They want to know what the owner bought, when he, when he, when he sold the shares, how mm-hmm. much, you know, all of that stuff. They want, they should go down the line and make sure all of the distribution is correct. It's such to trader. We don't care about that. We're in and out. This thing is moving. It meets our criteria for a good trade. We're in, we're out. We got the money, go home. See you again tomorrow. So there's mm. the difference that we have an investment arm at uh, Simple Trader Pro, but we are focused on trading, getting in, getting out. We're retail trading. Traders. Yeah. So is it safe to say, and please correct me if I'm wrong. So the mm-hmm. investment side, you know, if, 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 if I could reflect it back to what I, from what I heard, they're more of like sort of the long-term haul and like looking into it. And then this is, this is more like short-term, like we're in, we're out. Yeah. We could do, so, so you have a group of people, then, you know, from the hedges that you have a group of people that give all their hedge fund money to, you know, the, the nurses union, the doctors union, the firefighters, they give it to hedge funds. They promise them what uh, maybe 0.05% a year on your account, et cetera, et cetera. We are like, you know what, come over here to us. You can trade your own money and quadruple, drupal that in mm. one day. So that's, that's the difference between, and there's nothing wrong with thinking long-term you should Mm-hmm. You know, after you've made your money with us, then we say, this is what you can do with it long term. This is what you sit in. Create your own sort of ETFs. Yeah. 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 Well, so as I begin to get an understanding of what you do and and, and sort of how you do it, um, what I love about it is 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 you're 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 literally giving people the tools to do it themselves, right? Rather than yes. having a hedge fund hedge fund manager, mutual fund manager, you know. Exorbitant fees, you know, like you have yes. no idea what's going on behind the curtain. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I trust you, man. You 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 can manage my money Take for me. Take all my money. Yeah, but meanwhile, they're making all the money. But I love how you give the tools and the know-how and the education, right? Teach them how to fish, you know, yes. and and not give them the fish is great because it's so empowering. It's 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 such a powerful movement to be able to give people uh, not just the tools and the education, but the, the the confidence to to do it for themselves, right? And then, can I can I just yeah. say this about that? Please. One of the things I I tell people I can do three things. I can teach you how to trade anywhere in the world. I can teach you how to trade 
um, and never lose your principle. And I can teach you how to trade your way out of a mediocre life into a great life. And the reason that trading is so important to me, because it gives people the opportunity to dream. If you're going to work, working 40 hours, you drive the same way to work as you drive home. You have a mortgage, you have a um, you have insurance, you have kids, you have a college, you have babysitter fees, you have all that. And so people really especially don't have the ability to dream. They just think that's for super, super rich people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think trading loosens that. You know how to manage your money, make money, keep money, not just hit it every once in a while, but make it consistently, be consistently profitable. Keep your money, you dream differently. And so that's my, that's my, that's my hope. People are able to dream. It gives people the ability to dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, to, and to realize those dreams, right? Because yes. they see results. Yes. Yeah. So, so can you talk a little bit about that? You know, I love stories, you know, case studies, you know, is give us one of the wins, you know, in terms of like somebody that you work with, you know, client of yours that, that, that had amazing results. Yes. I have a couple, um, one gentleman, um, you know, one of the things that people do not know is if they have their own Roth IRA or IRA, traditional IRA, that you can set up a trade account and you can set up a trade account and you can trade out of that, that IRA. You can't take the money out of course, but you can put stocks in there, you can get in and out, you can make money and it's just left in there for your retirement. You pick them yourself, you look up, but a lot of people do not know that. So one of uh, one of my chief traders said, I'm going to take all of my money from my IRA and Roth IRA and I'm going to set it into a trade account IRA and trade from it. This is a win. The first day he traded, he made more than he had made the previous three years on the first trade. Wow. Because what people don't tell you is that the way that they calculate your money in these big firms and hedge funds and, and you know, big banks is that they, they calculate it like this. If a, you get in a stock at $100 and the stock goes to $200, they're in and out of that stock three or four times, making money, blank, 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 blank. But if the stock comes down and closes at 101, the only money you get is from a dollar to 101. They get everything in between. Mm. And I think that, uh, because people don't know and some people don't care. They just want their little 0.05% at the end of the year, the minus fees, which gives you $59.59 at the end of the year. And you're thankful for that. Uh, or you stick it into a bank where they give you 5% per year, whatever, whatever. I think if they knew, if they only knew what really is happening, uh, you know, you don't know what you don't know, then it would just open their eyes. Are you ready to invest in real estate but don't have the time or enough education to do it by yourself? Accountable Equity helps accredited investors who are looking for tax-advantaged investments. So anyone looking for a team of professionals who hold themselves accountable with theirs and your real estate investments, Accountable Equity is your boots-on-the-ground team. Their mission is to bring private offerings to their investors and their clients. With a team of committed and experienced investors themselves, Accountable Equity is always looking for partners to participate in alternative investments which extend beyond publicly traded equities like stocks. Accountable Equity makes alternative passive cash flow possible for more people than ever before in our economy. To find out more, visit AccountableEquity.com. That's AccountableEquity.com. Or look for them on LinkedIn or Facebook. That's AccountableEquity.com or Accountable Equity. That's Accountable Equity, your partner for true passive real estate investments. If you could, if you could break down like a percentage of, you know, like tech versus education versus uh, motivational sort of like, how would you sort of sum up, you know, what, what you guys do at Simple Trader Pro? 
I think we're life changing. I think that, you know, we always say join the team, you know, live the dream. But for real, I think our aim, we get more joy, not because you make money, because if you're a jerk with money, with no money, you're going to be a jerk with money. There's just no doubt about that. You know, I always tell people, you know, I reserve the right to pull your chain if you're just acting crazy. So, you know, please, you know, don't get crazy. You know, sort of humble yourself. We love humble people, number one. Number two, I think um, the the tech is important. We invested in our own um, artificial intelligence at the end of 2020. Uh, we bought out a company that was working with us. And so it allows us in our trade room to have everything that's on Wall Street. So everything, every use, every tool, we're sort of, our trade room is sort of off the chain good. You know, when we do the back testing for what, Pops up, pops up every day. You could come in our trade room, and it could be just as valuable, if not more, than in terms of sector trading than anyone that's out there. So that's exciting. I think it's the knowledge people learn by just being in the room. You know, uh, so you when you hear companies, you already know them. We already know, you know, Tesla. We already know the EVs, the EV. We already know the tech. We already know you know, industrials, we already know. And I just think it makes you smarter as a person to not only, you know, care about what you're, what you're doing, but, you know, come to a better sense of understanding how the, how that works. Can you, yeah, I, 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 I could see it. I envision, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of old school trading floors, you know, but, uh, you know, now it's all virtual. It feels like that. Yeah. It feels yeah. like that because we try to make it like that and we try to keep it professional. I know, mm. you know, uh, the majority, and I have to tell you, the majority of my my crew is men in my big room. I have a big room, tech rooms, about four hundred men every day, and it's wild and wooly. And men are going to be men, but but you know we're professionals, and we we do what professionals do. So it, it feels like that. Yes, that's amazing. So it's so you said there's a, you know there's hundreds and hundreds of people in there, um, and but but you're, you're you're creating a movement to give access to tools, you know, especially for women like that, that yes. are curious about it and they want to know more about it. Um, can you talk a little bit to the, the the educational portion of it? But then also, like, I know there's going to be during that educational portion, the inspirational portion, as well as like whatever support that you're giving them so that they make informed decisions. And then if they if they trip and fall, you're like, no, you got this. You know, we we, we, we accounted for backup plans, right? There's other things, you know, to hedge I your think we Yes. I love that you said that because we do a few things that... Um, companies that don't do, first of all, we're still accessible by phone people or text or people who call. Like if you go to Robinhood, you'll, you'll, you'll text them and they'll get back to you within 48 hours. If you have an emergency within a trade. So we are right there, right there for you. So that's different right there. I think uh, because we grew up and blew up so big, so quick, we have a system, we have a course that's online. There's two, there's two, um, two modules that you go through you, you know, we work with you in terms of the tech you need. We work with you in terms of uh, setting up a simulator for you. We, mm. we're not going to just release you, release you to trade. We want to make sure you know how to trade. And then you spend a week with me personally. And I give you all the secret sauce and all of the discretionary stuff that I don't give publicly. So you learn to trade that way. Then you come into our trade room. Uh, I'm not going to put you in the big trade room, which is wild and woolly. I'm going to put you in a smaller trade room. And, you know, I trade, you know, pre-market. So most of the time, or they've timed me and back tested me for years. I'm, if the bell rings at 930, I'm done by 933, which allows me to literally help other people. So I'm in that trade room for the first hour. 
we walk through the trades. This is what's on, this is what's on the scanners. These are the number one trades out there. This is what's going. And so all that you've learned, you're in a trade room with people, you can ask questions, you can speak, you can, you can hear it, you can watch the boards. So that's what makes us different. It's all online. And uh, that's, that's, we never leave you any step of the way. If there's something that you don't understand, we send, we send, um, we send the, the people in to help you get it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you speak a little bit to what it sounds to me like you built a community, right? And 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 yes. there's people that are sharing ideas and you know do do you, do you have a Facebook group? Or how how do you how do you support and nurture and love on on them? Um we did have a Facebook group but it got sort of big so we pulled that back. We do have, you know, if you're in the trade room, um which we have people that already knew how to trade, they just want to be in the trade room. They want to we have institutional traders that put their ear in the trade room. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but they do. They want to see what's on our boards. They want to see what we're trading. They want to see, you know, you know, they call us everything, whatever. Well, we, we're, because sometimes we're, we're causing the action. So they want to see what's out there, what we're doing, what we're trading, what we see. And uh, so they'll, they'll tip their ear in. Uh, but I think the, the community that comes from that is just, it's more than transactional. You bought the course, you're in the trade room, blah, blah, blah. You're in it, or some people don't buy the, they just come, they pay to be in the trade room. So it's, it could be transactional, but it's more than that. It keeps people to know each other. When you have a down moment, who's your family, what you do, where you at? I'm in Canada, I'm in Dubai, I'm in you know Australia, I'm here, I'm there. Mm-hmm. It just creates just a great energy. And if somebody needs help, the thing that I love about it, Eric, is that everybody stops and helps the person. I'm, you know, all they have to do is say, I'm stuck in a trade help. I'm, I'm, you know, and we just, everybody stops. Let's, let's see if we can get you out. Let's see if you can, you know, get out. Let's see if we can add in. Mm. What do we need to do? Where are you at? Where are you at in the trade? And we sort yeah. of follow it. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. I it is that. huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to, I want to rewind it a little bit before we turn the mics on. Okay. I, I had noticed something that you, uh, you know, you shared with me and I want to share with the folks here. Why, why, why do people close to you, why do, why do your friends call you Bishop? <laughs> there's, there's a myriad of reasons, but they call me Bishop. Bishop is a, it's a, it's a piece on a chessboard and um, I'm good at chess. And I think that sometimes in order to be the Bishop on the board, you have to think ahead. And I do that, do that naturally. So I try to think three or four moves ahead. And um, that's one reason I'm always trying to advance where we are. And I think that's what bishops do. You know, you sort of advance, you have to advance where you are. So you can be in the back, but you already, it's a strategy and life is strategy. So uh, that's one, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. They call me bishop. Do you want to share what the other reason is? The other reason is um, I'm a believer um, of Jesus Christ and I grew up in church. My family grew up in church and my master degree is uh, master divinity <laughs> with an emphasis of Old Testament and Hebrew. Mm. And uh, so this is a whole workaround. So in 2016, I was uh, consecrated a bishop within our wow. fellowship of churches. One of the very few women that that is a bishop in the United States. And um, I cover uh, a slew of churches in the United States and abroad. Wow. And sometimes uh, I don't really talk about it because it it mixes you know, business and church, but I, I, I'm not ashamed of who I am and what I believe. Um, I'm proud of who I am. I proud, proud of who I, how I live. 
Um, although people have thrown crazy questions. Do you, do you not trade cannabis? Do you not trade this? Do you not trade Philip Morris? I mean, do you not trade this pharma? And I'm like, you know, people, this is business. And mm. so it's, it's all these ethical issues do come to, to play. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. So, uh, but at, during that time, when I became a bishop, most bishops, when they were consecrated, they take a sabbatical year and read and go around the world. And I took that sabbatical year in 2016 and focused on Simple Trader Pro. Wow. And said, this is what I really wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you. And thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. It's, it's fascinating to me. And, uh, you know, gives so me... So I still pastor church. Yeah. I pastor church. We're, we're, we're still... Um, in Florida, Word of Life. And um, one of the things that's so interesting is that we've grown so much uh, over Zoom and uh, the people were afraid. Uh, you know, Florida is probably one of the hottest, hottest hit places for COVID that um, <laughs> we were going to go back in a building. And I said, we're still going to, um, we're still going to have service over Zoom and we have. And so, you know, we have great leaders. We have great teachers. Uh, the church is, big. Um, um, I'm in a fellowship of over a hundred churches, hundred, mm-hmm. hundred pastors and over 50 bishops. And I was, I was one of very few women that's been consecrated as a bishop. So that's, wow. that's what I do. I, I'm a, I'm a believer in people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's so aligns with your business, right. Of helping people, educating people, inspiring people. Um, that's, that's, that's why I'm glad I, 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 I scratched, you know, and, and, and got a little bit beneath the surface there because, um, you know, that movement, you know, as well for me, and I'm, I'm with you, you know, I'm very spiritual and I don't necessarily put it out there in the front because then, you know, you're giving reason for others to, to either turn away or, but that's okay. Right. Because, you know, yes, it may muddy the waters in terms of business and they may not align with your values and your goals and all that, but you know what, we just attract more of the like, right. More people that Yes. Connect with what your message and what you do. I mean, because we're three dimensions, right? We're not just two dimensional. So thank you, you for know. and thank you for saying that. Yeah, I I love that, and I love hearing you say it. It's very it, it being in corporate in corporate oh, yeah. America. Uh, there's a lot of people who want me to put it over there and not even talk about it. But the craziest thing is um, when we started doing trading a lot of it online, they would just simply call me Bishop. Mm. So. Uh, if I'm doing stuff or typing, blah, 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 they thought I was a man. Sometimes oh. it took them a long, yes, work for yeah. me because yeah. it opened, believe it or not, it opened a lot of doors because I never would show, you know, I've never shown my face. They've just put mm. Bishop on there and they just think I'm a man giving orders, giving distracts. So they, you know, if they're not hearing me talk, I'm just doing. So they thought for, I have a couple of people who thought for, they have sent me flowers and jokes on them. We thought you were a man. So in, in any time, if you're in a group of men, you know, one of the things that happens is because I'm I'm usually behind the scenes running stuff. Bishop, they were like, ask Bishop, and I would just, you know, to one of my assistants say, "I'm this the answer." So they didn't really get to hear Bishop. So I was running stuff. But the craziest thing is, you know, men always talk about cars. What kind of car are you going to get? We get this money. I'm going to get this car, that car. <laughs> so they would say, Bishop, what are you getting? I type in, I'm getting this car. I just make something up. So it's just. It's just <laughs> I really wanted to say, I have to share this with you, Eric. I really wanted to say what I'm getting is I'm going to Neiman's and I'm buying me a red bottom blue Louboutin shoe because <laughs> that's, that is what's important to me over here. But I just, you know, the, not all the Ferrari, the Maserati, but, you know, what guys go through. So you just laugh. 
Yeah. yeah. That is great. That's so funny. Um, I, I, I want to jump to, you know, the, the, the segment that I love to call, you know, embrace the F word, you know, and meaning failure, right? Mm-hmm. As, as entrepreneurs be, begin to understand that failure is not something that we should be avoiding, right? It should be something that we're embracing and, and, and learning lessons from, right? So mm-hmm. is there something, some story that you could share with us where, you know, it, it could be viewed as a failure or was this a lesson learned where you're like, yeah, if that didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened. Oh my gosh, there's so many, there's so <laughs> many stories I can't even tell you um, where something didn't happen. Then they have, I had so many from, from school. I used to work in, um, I used to work in the government. I told you I used to work in the White House and um, my, and it's funny that we mentioned it, but I mentioned the title. My title, I, my title was, I was uh, director of religious affairs for the nation's capital. Oh, wow. And uh, so I did all of the, um, which, which worked out of the mayor's office, but worked in the White House. So you were, you were given to the White House to work. And so I worked with every religious, every denomination, wow. blah, blah, blah. And so what happened was, um, when I first got there straight out of grad school, you know, I, I just felt like I needed to what all the brothers had, all the men had. If they had a degree, I needed a degree. If they have, they spoke the Hebrew, I was going to speak the Hebrew. If they had the Greek, they Greek. And so whatever they had, I felt like in order for me to get where I got, I, I needed to get there because some people had heard me and just opened doors for me to go, right? So I'm in, I come back, I get this position of religious affairs and the men don't like me because men talk to men. And I remember going to a meeting one time at nine in the morning and um, they were like, everybody come in this room, everybody come in this room, but you. And it's my meeting because uh, they told they told the uh, the powers that be that they wanted a man, not a woman. And they wanted my assistant was it was a man instead of me because they can talk to men, blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up calling the the boss who hired me. He said, you know, back then it was cabs, get a cab, come back to the office. I went back to I went back, I was on Capitol Hill. I ended up going back to the White House. They called them in and um, fired them right in front of me. Wow. And I said, I don't want them fired. Just, just, I don't want them fired. Let's begin again. Because I just, let's begin again. And I Mm. think that something softened there for all of them, for me Mm. to say, I don't want them fired. I did want an ap- apology because you acted you acted crazy in front of people. <laughs> but I, I I didn't want them fired because then I began to think about their wives who I'd met, their family, mm. their kids, their what, what. And I didn't want them fired. I think that they thought, what is it that, you know, what is it about me that you think you can't talk? We can, you know, they just were not used. So it came down to they just were not used to a women in positions of any type of power. Mm. Then I was young and, you know, brass and, you know, talk, talk. And, you know, so I think that it taught me to a few things. First of all, forgive quickly. Never hold a grudge. You don't have time in life to hold grudges. Mm. Just no time to hold grudges. Don't hold not one. Just let it go. Keep moving because um, it's too much weight to carry. And it stunts you, not them. Number two, mm-hmm. if you, you know, ask if you've done something wrong, no matter what it is, you know, I call it the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, ask people to forgive you, move quickly. Don't, don't, don't stand in that. Just move quickly. 
Um, and I just, from that, I learned to keep moving. And I have this thing I tell, oh, keep moving, you know, and I think it's step by step. Footsteps are ordered. So just take, you can't, if it's too heavy to think about tomorrow, just take the steps for today and it will all work out. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I love everything you just said there. Um, I, I, I want to add because I, I'm so with you on the grudge thing. And, you know, one of the, one of the, the, the best quotes that I always call up whenever I see somebody doing it, or even myself for that matter, um, it's, it's it's like you're drinking poison in order to hurt someone else, right? And, yeah. and it's not benefiting you. It's not, be they have no idea most of the time that you're even mad at them. So like, move on, like you said, just let yes. it pass through you. Uh, yes. It's fabulous. It's such a great lesson. Um, so I, I wanted to, and thank you for sharing that, that vulnerable moment and, um, you know, painting that picture for us, right? Yeah. Because uh, I'm sure they learned a lesson and maybe one of those guys are on a podcast right now telling them when they, when they screwed <laughs> up, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I told the woman to leave and I almost got fired. So you never know. You're, you're, you're part of someone else's story, which is great. Um, so, you know, we've learned a ton. You know, I've 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 got a a a good idea, but of, of course, I want to know more in terms of like how you do it and what you do and what you're what you're creating and the movement you're creating within fintech and 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 for women entrepreneurs and like all of that is so powerful and I appreciate what you're doing for the world. Um, can you share with people like how they're going to get in touch with you if they want to continue doing more and learning more? Well, I want to give everybody that's listening to this podcast, the Entrepreneur Circle, the opportunity to see us live. You know, it's one thing to hear about it. Um, come see us. Come see how money is made daily. Quickly, mm -hmm. come come see us. I want to invite you. Go to Simple Trader Pro, simpletraderpro.com. Um, sign up for the free um, trade room, tr live trade room. Just simpletraderpro.com. Mm -hmm. Sign up for the free live trade room. We will invite you in online and you get to see us trade for, you get to see pre-market where we do all of the pre-market analysis, et cetera, et cetera. And then you'll get to see us trade live. We only get to leave you in there for about probably five to seven minutes because it shows people's real accounts, et cetera. We can't, you know, let you stay further than that, but you'll see how quickly money is made and it's mind boggling. So we invite people to come, simpletraderpro.com, sign up for the free live trade room and, and you'll get a chance to talk to me and see, and see the group. Wow. Very, very cool. Before we let you go. Yes. Rosetta slash yes. Uh, Bishop. Uh, what would be your stage music when that's pumping through? You're going to speak at FinTech, you know, and like, hey, Rosetta, Bryson's about to make her way to the stage. What's pumping yeah. through the speakers? Something to speak. Unfortunately, it's not gospel, so don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> What's kicking it in the high gear for Let's you? Let's kick it in the high gear. We started from the bottom now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Love, love, love that. Wow, yeah. wow. I got chills. That's amazing. I see the picture. So thank you so much, Rosetta Bryson from Simple Trade Pro. We're so, so honored to have you here and sharing your story. I'm sure. Oh, Eric, it was lovely to be here. Thank you so much for you and your staff and having us. We're just grateful. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Anytime and looking forward to doing more. Yes. Take care. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's eric, E-R-I-K, at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast 
platform. And please recommend us to one or two people in your circle. That will go a long, long way to growing our community. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, just take a moment uh, to give us five stars. And if they have more stars, give all of them. We'd greatly appreciate you for that. And always, always like, subscribe, and share, share, share this show on social media. We'd love you for that as well. And if you have any ideas or want to hear something on a future show, please hit us up. Maybe you have a question for one of my guests or you want to uh, tell a story, a success story. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that, especially if you're on the Anchor platform. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to incorporate you and your voice on a future episode. Once again, folks, thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur Circle. Please like, subscribe, and share share, share, share. I am Eric Cabral. And as always, remember, your network is your net worth. So get in the circle. Yeah.